Hello, hello, hello. Welcome to another episode of Released and Ready with Keisha A. Rivers, part of the Mindset to Mastery podcast. I am your host, Keisha A. Rivers, President and Chief Outcome Facilitator of the CARS Group, where we facilitate outcomes by equipping people to embrace and manage change. We are here twice a week um, where we provide you with tools, tips, and actionable items that will help you to change your mindset and master your success. You can find us on um, the weekends, Mondays and Sundays um, for the Released and Ready segments, as well as Wednesdays and Thursdays for our regular Mindset to Mastery strategies. And if you're wondering why I have two different shows, um, it's primarily because I wanted to do a segment of the podcast that was devoted specifically to personal development, to ways in which we could talk about how you could identify and embrace and release the power and the potential within. And so there are a number of things that you can do and that we have to focus on when it comes to your career and your business and and your professional development. But I wanted to have one day where I was focused more so on talking to you about you. Um, sharing journeys, sharing insights, and giving you some tips and strategies that I've found that have worked for me, um, as well as for other people that I've that I've worked with, um, and, and really just helping you to make some changes in your life that are going to get you on the right track. And with everything that's been going on um, in the world with the COVID nineteen virus and and so much change and so much uncertainty and so much fear. Um, a lot of us are having to make huge shifts right now, Um, not only in the way that we work um, or don't work, um, but the way that we interact with each other, the way that we can connect with each each other, um, the ways in which we are able to, um, to, to get past the fear um, and the uncertainty and to be able to create a new normal or a new rhythm um, so that we can move forward. So it's been a few weeks, depending on where you're located in terms of having, you know, stay at home orders or things being shut down and, and us trying to, to practice social distancing. So, but by now you're, you're trying to settle in and to create a new normal, um, to the way life is going to be moving forward, or at least for the foreseeable future. Um, there's still some uncertainty, but you may be adapting and find yourself going through the motions to do what's necessary in the moment just to get through. You can only do what you can do. Don't beat yourself up. Um, but I wanted to give you four steps for you to take that will help you to kind of allay your fears, adapt and adjust, and be able to move forward with success. So are you ready? In order to get through big changes in your life, you have to learn to rest. And that's reflect, engage, strategize, and trust. And I'm going to go through a little bit about each one um, and what I mean. But when you learn how to rest and you take these four steps, you're positioning yourself to be ready for success. You're positioning yourself to be ready for change. You're positioning yourself to allow yourself to go through the process so that you can come out better on the other side. 
So what do I mean by all of this? First of all, when you look at resting in terms of reflect, engage, strategize, and trust, that those four words should be um, reminders to you of what you need to do and, 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 and words that you can call on to help kind of get yourself back on track. So when we talk about reflect, I need you to reflect on the challenges you're facing, the successes that you're facing, um, the lessons that you're learning. And reflection means that you need to take time away. For so long, our lives have become so busy where we are always going. We always have something to do. We're always connecting or, or talking to something, someone or we're plugged into something. And what this whole social distancing and um, and stay-at-home orders have, have forced us to do is to pull back a bit where in some cases life has slowed down tremendously because you don't have all the distractions of going to the movies or going out or hanging out with friends or anything. You're having to really pull back and tighten your circle. But when you're reflecting on where you are at this moment and on the changes that you have to deal with, the first thing you need to do is to be honest. Rose-colored glasses only prevent you from seeing the truth. There is no way, no reason to sugarcoat anything. The best way you're able to deal with things is to be honest and to see it for what it is. But in the, in the process of being honest, you need to be kind. There's no need to over, be overly harsh or critical of yourself. You're human um, and you're allowed to make mistakes. You're allowed to be emotional. You're allowed to feel a certain kind of way about the way things are going. Um, and, and your emotions can, can fluctuate and go up and down. So be honest, but be kind and gentle with yourself and allow yourself to go through that process because that's how we learn. Um, making mistakes and figuring out what doesn't work as much as figuring out what does. You also, when you reflect, you wanna be thorough. Cliff notes don't help you. So be detailed enough to include information that tells the whole story, that paints the whole picture of what you're dealing with. So your circumstances, the choices ahead of you, the decisions that you need to make or that you have made, um, components that are critical and important to the process. And when you are reflecting, I always like to reflect by journaling. Um, or even, and that could be um, a written journal, it can be an audio journal, um, some way for you to record your thoughts and to write down your recollection of things that happened and the way it happened and how you felt about it and how you dealt with it and what people said and what people did and how that made you feel and, and how you responded to it or reacted to it. But reflection is a, an internal process. Reflection is when you step back from everything else that's going on and you give yourself a moment to breathe and a moment to just think. And so that reflecting process allows you to gather critical information that went into or that really contributes to what you need to do next in this season of change. So after you've had a chance to reflect and you've written out everything that happened and you've, you know, uh, reported on your emotions and, and your decisions and the circumstances and everything else. Your second thing is that you need to engage. 
And I know you're probably wondering, what do I mean engage? Because you know we're talking about a one-on-one -on -one process with just you. Um, or if it's you yourself, you know, I, I always talk about it's me, myself, and I, so there's three of us in this whole conversation. But when you're engaging in this process, you can't make progress or changes unless you are fully engaged in the process. That means you fully show up. You, there's no half stepping, like we used to say. You show up, you're all in, you're ready to rock and roll. You are committed to the process, no matter how uncomfortable it is. That means you're going to show up for you day in and day out the way you need to. You're going to show up and be honest. You're going to show up and, um, and be introspective. You're going to show up and ask the hard questions of yourself. Um, you're going to show up and be thorough. Um, you also wanna be vocal. And when I talk about being vocal, I talk about speaking your truth both to others and to yourself. Our words have power. Um, the, the internal dialogue that we have within ourselves and the conversations that we have within ourselves, just the amount of thoughts that run through our minds, I think it's like 20,000 thoughts um, at least in a day, but maybe in an hour that run through our minds. And we're constantly talking to ourselves. Um, sometimes we talk out loud. Um, I've gotten into the habit of doing that. But when you are talking to yourself and you're having these conversations, you need to use your voice. Um, you need to speak to yourself and to others about what you're feeling, about what you're experiencing, about what you're thinking, the things that happen to you, the circumstances, the things that you're unaware, you're, you're unsure of, or that you're afraid of, or that you're even confident in, um, the lessons that you've learned, the, the ways in which you wanna be different, all of those things matter. So after you've reflected and had a chance to really think everything out and record it, then you wanna engage, and that means showing up and being committed to going through this process and being vocal in the process, uh, however you need to share it. Um, one thing that I have noticed um, about me and, and, and as I go through this whole journey of learning and growth and development and feeling at times as if I am, you know, starting all over again, um, when really it's just making a pivot. But I had to be committed to myself to showing up for myself. I had to be committed to myself to speaking up for myself. I had to be committed to myself to being a part of and an active participant in all of this. Because when we're faced with huge changes and we're faced with uncertainty and we're faced with not knowing what's next, a lot of times it can feel overwhelming. And we tend to look to other people to give us confirmation or validation or support. But all of that has to start with you. You can't ask someone to give something to you that you're not willing to give to yourself. So when we're talking about this whole process of engagement, we're talking about you being engaged with you. You having these internal conversations with yourself and being aware of the conversations you're having with yourself. The third step is to strategize. Um, Reacting never gets you anywhere or anything of substance or substantial. 
Um, Long-term change requires a strategic response, not a reaction. So that's why the reflection is so important. That's when you really have to think it through. Look at it from all angles. Look at the changes that are coming you know, into your life or the decisions that you have to make from all aspects, all angles, um, different perspectives. You know, we see things based on the way we think. And so many times the hardest thing for us to do is to look at things from somebody else's perspective, to see things from other people's point of view. And because we love to protect ourselves um, and that fight or flight response kicks in, um, most times we tend to discount or dismiss other people's perceptions or other people's perspectives or other people's opinions even of what we're doing and what we're faced with. It doesn't help you if you don't get all of the information. It doesn't help you if you don't sit down and devote time to thinking things through. Having a strategy is so much better and does so much more for you in terms of your confidence, in terms of allaying fears, in terms of you feeling like you can handle things moving forward, your mental health, your emotional health and stability. Um, you need to have a strategy and you need to have an approach, which means that you have to think from all angles. Um, you have to do the 50,000 foot view where you are coming outside of yourself to see things as other people may see them and not just based on your perspective only. You also want to flesh out the details. Every little bit counts. Having good plans, grand plans is great, but success actually happens in the details. You know, I always say measure twice, cut once, you know, but don't be a slave to analysis paralysis by analysis. You can't spend all of your time planning, all of your time thinking, all of your time wondering and questioning and researching. At some point, you're going to have to actually do something with it. And so looking at the details, you need to be thorough enough to give you confidence, but not get lost in the weeds of trying to figure out all of the possibilities so much so that you never take an action. Um, when I first started this podcast, it wasn't perfect at all. And I went through so many different um, iterations and ways of trying it out to see, you know, what I liked and what I didn't like and how I wanted to communicate, how long it was going to be, what the topics were going to be, you know, what type of voice was I going to use? Was I going to have music or not? Um, and then I just settled into myself because after thinking about it all, and coming at all the angles and seeing, fleshing out all the details and asking all the questions, then I finally started just trying it out and doing it. So you need to ask yourself questions. And I call this questioning and questioning again. Ask yourself, what's the best that can happen? What's the worst that can happen? How do I want this to happen? What does success look like for me? What does failure look like for me? Um, you know, what is needed to make this happen? Whatever this is. And so part of that strategy is asking yourself question upon question. You know, in a previous episode, I talked about the art of 
of questioning and the ways in which you should ask questions that will lead you to a result and to um, crafting a plan of action and not just asking questions that are going to serve no purpose. So I invite you to go back and, and look at previous episodes for that. But when we're asking questions, we're asking questions with a purpose. Strategy is all about having a plan. And the planning starts in our minds. The planning starts with the way in which we think about what it is that we're doing and what it is that we're encountering and the change that we have to embrace and adapt and, and manage. And so when you are creating your strategy, which is an approach to how you're going to do this and how you're going to move through this and how you're going to support yourself and how you're going to support others and how you're going to make sure that you're motivated and how you're going to make sure that you are successful and how you're going to allow yourself to have breaks and how you're going to recharge and what ways that you see um, things coming at you that you may not know how to handle. What's going to be your contingency plan? So having a strategy and an approach will help you to feel so much better about moving forward, especially when you're moving through the unknown. I always say that it doesn't matter what kind of change you're faced with. As long as you understand that change is a process that begins with an event and you understand that the event is not the sole way that you define the process. The event is just the catalyst. The event is just what starts it. But as you go through the process and you think strategically about how is this impacting me? How is this impacting others? How do I wanna show up in this moment? What do I need to be successful in this moment? And having that overall strategy and approach that will help you to have a plan of action moving forward. If you do not have a strategy, if you do not take the time to reflect and to engage in terms of showing up for yourself and then to think strategically about all of the different um, aspects of what it is you're facing, then you're going to find yourself feeling uncertain or feeling fearful or feeling feeling anxious because there's just so many unknowns that you're trying to deal with. So with that, after you've reflected and you've engaged um, and committed to showing up and you've developed your strategy, the last part of this process is to trust. And when I talk about trust, I talk about loving yourself enough to trust the process. There is really nothing in this world that is certain. You know, some people say death and taxes. <laughs> um, you, know, they, you know, there are certain things that are givens. But we are always faced with uncertainty. We just don't think about it as uncertainty. Because anytime you leave your house, anytime you wake up in the morning, anytime you go to sleep at night, anytime you do anything, we expect things to go a certain way. It's not that we're certain that it is going to go that way. We've convinced ourselves that we trust this process. You know, if I get in the car and I start it up and I'm driving, if I have a newer car, I trust the brakes. When I apply the brakes, the car is going to stop. When I, you know, want to get in and get and go somewhere, I get in and I start it and the car is going to start. There are certain things we expect. And so 
that same expectation is trusting that this is going to happen. So that same trust that you place in your car or your house or, you know, the fact that you've got, you know, money or, or whatever it is, put that same trust in yourself to understand that uncertainty is expected. Um, it's inevitable when doing something new and the best way through it is really just to do it. Forward movement builds momentum. And a lot of times momentum will get you through a lot faster and a lot easier than being fearful and trying to control every single aspect of it. Um, I have been learning how to ride a motorcycle. And when I first got on, I first got in the class, I told myself that this is fun and this is something I want to do and I'm, I'm excited about it. And so I didn't think about all of the things that could go wrong. I didn't think about all the ways in which I was afraid to you know, handle this machine. Um, and so during the class, I had a great time. I loved it. It was exhilarating. But when I got my first bike and I, I bought my motorcycle, I found myself fearful. This is too big. You know, I started listening to other people tell me, you know, that's too big for you. You shouldn't be riding that. Women shouldn't be riding motorcycles. You know, do you know how many people get in accidents and you have to watch out for all of these people and, and what they may do? And, 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 and they filled my head with all of these fearful expectations of all the things that could possibly go wrong. And even though I was doing something new, that I loved and that I was excited about, I found myself dreading even touching my bike. And so for the longest time, it sat in the garage covered up because I was so uncertain that I did not trust myself. I didn't trust what I'd learned. I didn't trust you know, that I, you know, the fact that I'd passed the road test and passed the written test and that I was prepared. I didn't trust that I knew how to do this. And when you don't trust yourself, regardless of the change, when you don't fundamentally trust yourself, that creates doubt and it creates roadblocks. And it is the surefire way to stifle your progress. You need to silence the doubt. You need to silence and use the, the fears by planning, having a strategy, having a, an approach, being able to tell yourself differently than what you're feeling. Emotions are flexible. They are fleeting. They are temporary. But facts are facts and they're permanent. And so often when we're dealing with change, we are operating from a place of temporary emotion instead of operating from a place of strategic fact. The fact is, I knew how to ride a bike. The fact is, I had been trained. The fact is, I loved being on this motorcycle. But for so long, almost a year, I allowed myself to give in to those fears and not to trust that I knew what I was doing. When you don't trust yourself, you try to control everything. When you don't trust yourself, you try to, you second guess everything. When you don't trust yourself, 
You believe that you need other people's opinions or validation or confirmation. When you don't trust yourself, you don't give yourself wholly to the process. When you don't trust yourself, you don't show up for you. You're not a champion for you. You are not engaging. You are not um, loving to yourself. And so trust is the last component, but it is the most important component because you have to trust yourself. The same way that you have this blind faith and this trust that when you go to sleep at night, the next morning you're gonna get up and the sun is gonna rise and you're gonna have another day, is the same way you need to trust in your abilities. The same way you need to trust in the process that you're going through and understand that on the other side of this process, you're gonna come out better. On the other side of this process, you will have learned more. On the other side of this process, you will dig deep and find gifts and talents and abilities within yourself that you didn't even know existed. That on the other side of this process, you are going to be fine. Trust that everything is going to work out the way it needs to so that you can get what you need to, that you can be who you need to be and become who you need to become. So when we're looking at this entire process of dealing with uncertainty and dealing with change and, and, and not knowing, you know, what's coming out in the world and in the news and, and especially, you know, from day to day, everything shifts and, and you have to figure out what a new normal is going to be. And so when you're trying to create a new normal and you're trying to deal with change, you have to learn to rest, reflect, engage, strategize and trust yourself. I hope that this has been helpful for you. Um, you know, like I said, I'm doing my released and ready segment where I'm dealing more so with the personal aspect of development and, and personal things that, that we encounter um, in addition to the regular episodes of Mindset to Mastery that air on Wednesdays um, on my website at carsgroup.com and on Mile High Radio um, Thursdays at 1 p.m. Eastern. Um, Released and Ready is heard on Mile High Radio um, at Sundays at 8 p.m. Eastern and Mondays at 12 p.m. Eastern on my website, carsgroup.com. Um, I am excited, I am privileged, I am humbled to be in a position where through the experiences that I've had, I've been able to create an approach and steps that can work with, help you to change your mindset, master your success, and identify your power and your potential within. Um, if you visit my website at carsgroup.com, that's K-A-R-S group.com, I have a new, um, um, a new series coming out called Equipped for Change that I am extremely excited about. And it is going to be talking about um, the process of change, how you navigate the process. It's going to provide you with, with tools and strategy, um, but it will also be a live um, development and, and training and learning session where you'll be able to work with me and a small cohort of people to position yourself to be able to um, create your own success. 
and um, I'm really excited about it. Um, I, I have versions on there when you go to my website. Um, just uh, click on the link for Equipped for Change and you will find information for the personal approaches, ones for entrepreneurs as well as for leaders and for team members. And um, I'm really, really excited about bringing this to you because I think that it is something that is sorely needed and it is something that will be um, useful for, to you in this time as well as as we move forward and um, with all the changes that are going on. So once again, I am Keisha A. Rivers Shorty, uh, Keisha A. Rivers, <laughs> that's funny, um, and I am excited to bring you another episode of Released and Ready where we are providing you with the tools to be able to um, identify and release the power and potential within. Um, visit my website at carsgroup.com. Join us on our um, in the Equipped for Change series and I look forward to hearing from you and to seeing how um, you are able to change your mindset, and master your success. Until next time, be sure to make it a great one.